Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. That's right. Welcome to Funny Science Fiction Podcast, the live edition. Yes, this is the podcast where Yoda will never say, we are the last hope. (laughs) Don't you mean the last hope we are? (laughs) If you've gotten this far. I'm sorry. Yeah. Before we jump in, hold on, Nick. I know you're all excited to get to the videos and stuff, but... I just want to say formally, welcome back to Josh. Josh is one of the founding co-hosts and members of the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Uh, we are so excited to have him back with us tonight. Uh, I'm going to assume that this is Casey, because usually it's Casey. Hello, amazing peolis. I mean, people. So <laughs> Let's let Kathleen go, ahead. go to Facebook and see who it is this time. Uh, happy Monday, nerds and nerdettes. All right, Nick, do what you were going to do before I so rudely interrupted you. And before we get into tonight's show, we need to say thanks to our show partners, River City Tees and Level Up. All right. And first up is our dear, sweet friend over at River City Tees. With over 700 designs to choose from, River City Tees has something for everyone. Need some new nerd merch? River City Tees has you covered. Need funny or sarcastic designs? River City Tees has you covered. Are you looking for a new logo or custom design? Whether you need one or 100, River City Tees has you covered. With multiple colors and options for each and every design. With things to choose from like shirts, hoodies, phone cases, coffee mugs, and so much more. Be sure to follow River City Tees on Facebook and Instagram. If you do, you'll get the latest on designs and information about upcoming sales. River City Tees. Let's make a shirt together. All right. So that was our first show sponsor. We always go with that one first because the second one is our favorite. Level up lightsabers before Tim interrupted me. Well, you, you paused for more than half a second. It's not my fault. You took a breath. You, and I hit the play button. And your twitchy finger over there. Yeah. All right. I, know. I was going to say, we'll Josh like should be our honorary guest this time. Should we have what? You know, from the first video, the music. Josh is our honorary guest. Right now, you look more like uh, an old kung fu movie because your lips are moving, and then a couple seconds later, I hear the audio. It's like, Josh is our honorary geisha. <laughs> Did I tell you that I tried out for the new Godzilla movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well done. All right. Oh, nice. Oh, All so right, so guys, have... for both of those in the show comments. Oh, yeah, there's that. Gosh, Tim, you're the one who writes the stinking script, and then you're not even paying any attention to it. Oh, actually, you know, maybe. Anyway, so tonight... I might be incredibly uh, correct over here. 
Yeah, possible. Uh, we have a bonus video to help uh, uh, help us get introduced to one of our, our, our guests that's waiting back in the virtual green room. Um, if he's still but, here, he uh, hasn't for the hills. If he's still here, if, he ha- if we haven't scared him away yet, uh, it'll give you a he chance to hard. be introduced to uh, a nice gentleman named Robert, who's very patiently waiting for me to show this video, which is of a group of science fiction podcasts that have banded together on uh, Twitter. We're working together to help promote one another. And this project is called This Is Sci-Fi. We are Science Fiction Remnant. This is the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We are the Caribbean Science Fiction Network. We are Monorats. We are One Accord Level 2 Podcast. This is Sci-Fi. So yeah, so it's a, just a cool little it's a cool little thing. Please go check out all the shows that are listed there. Uh, when you watch the playback, a good group of guys are going to be really happy that you've had an opportunity to get to know them. But with that being said, who's in the green room? Tonight, we welcome two podcasters to our live show, Robert from Sci-Fi Revenue. Hey, Robert. Hello, everybody. This is going to be fun. It is. <laughs> this it's is going to be, be something. fun. We will check back in something. 55 yeah. minutes. Let us know at 8 o'clock if you're still feeling the same way. But right now, I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> All right. Let's not leave our other friend back there too much longer. And we also have Jason Taylor from the Three Geeks podcast. We'll just leave him back there. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll just show up in the comments anyway. He'll show up in the comments. We'll be there. <laughs> there he is. Hello, I am honored to be on this program. Tim is a very handsome man and one of the greatest hosts of podcasts. And he is also wait, Tim. What's this word on the script I'm supposed to read here? I can't, I can't you, you're using too big of the language for the Ohio guy. Come on, Tim. <laughs> All right. So before we jump into tonight's topic, uh, Robert. Take a moment, tell everybody where they can find your show and why they should give you a listen and a subscription. Well, we, we'd like to talk about sci-fi, but not in the traditional way. And I don't know if uh, um, if you have not listened to our show. Um, we like to get really deep into the topics inside the, um, the, the properties. So we finished season one, so you can go binge that. We're actually working on season two right now. And you can find us on Sci-Fi Remnant everywhere, um, Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. Excellent. Jason, do the same for Three Geeks. Yesterday, we actually had Nick on, and we spent 10 minutes talking about mustaches in Hollywood. It was a lot of fun. Also had Leah Jones, and we had um, uh, Kristen Farmer from the Don't Mess With the Original Podcast. Uh, Don't Mess With the Original Podcast. It's a horror podcast. Check it out. Yesterday's show, Three Geeks Podcast, at Three Geeks Podcast. And if you don't know who Leah Jones, she plays Eden from Lock and Key. Yes, and Tim asked a question so nerdy that she had to reach out to the showrunners, and it was a fantastic question. Uh, kudos to you, Nick. Because uh, people, Nick, I appreciate our- I appreciate you giving me the the the, the chops <laughs> for it, but that was purely a Nick question. Whoever he uh, is, yeah. whichever one of you, but no, it, it uh, I met was Nick. a really cool question. It I was a Nick. really cool question that Nick asked. I went back and I missed your guys' live broadcast, but I went back and watched the replay. It was a really good show you guys had yesterday, and I encourage everybody to check it out. Uh, nice interview, and it's always kind of cool when you can when you can ask a question of a guest and you can just kind of see their head go, you know, which is yeah. Hey, Facebook user, who does have a name? Well, <laughs> one of them does. 
So yeah, there's multiple. I think that we have multiples. Uh, I do, and I'm trying to scroll through Facebook and find all the spots where this is shared. Where I'm like, have, wait, where's the, where's the? I can't find them. We have multiple bogeys in the field. All right. So for tonight, uh, the the topic on hand is we've each picked a sci-fi, fantasy, or superhero-themed show that we feel is worthy of your watch, the worthy of your time to sit down and, and view whenever you have a few moments. Uh, so we're each going to tell you where you can find it and why we think you should be watching it. So please feel free to comment along in, in the comments and tell us what you like about our picks. Tell us if you don't like our picks, that's fine too. And uh, if you have other choices that you think would have been good uh, or a show that you're watching that you think everybody should be paying attention to, let us know. We'll throw it up on the screen and uh, we'll probably talk about that as well. But since Nick is so excited about this topic, I mean, like he he was talking over top of all of us, all of us back in the green room. He was that excited. Uh, so tonight we're going to have Nick lead off. Tell us what show you, you're watching, Nick, and where we can find it and why we should be watching it. All right. So season three just dropped this last Wednesday, and it is Lost in Space, the Netflix um, series. And... I really love this show because it gives you the adventure, like the space adventure that in a show. It is a sitting on the edge of your seat kind of show. Um, like I've seen the older ones, I've seen the movie, and I feel like they've done that series justice. And I like how they modernized it. I really love the twist that they threw in there and all the different angles that they have put into the show. And they've really done a good job. Like, Oh, that's not going to happen kind of thing, but be like, no, this, these are things that could happen if we did X, but Oh, you're done. That's all, okay. I have, that, that's all I have to say about that. Wow, you were so excited. And then... <laughs> I'm just over here, I'm like... Okay. Jones, yep. I don't want to tell you all the details of this person did this and this person did that, because I don't want to ruin too much without... Uh, but on my recommendation, I would say go watch. You heard okay. the mustache. It is a good show. I agree with, agree with Nick. The stash has spoken. Yes. All right. So cool. So Lost in Space. All right. And that's uh, Netflix, right? Yes. See yeah. you. Okay, cool. All right. Cool beans. Kathleen. Hello. What, what you got? I have a fabulous show that you can watch on Paramount Plus called Star Trek Lower Decks. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> I it love that show. Absolutely hilarious. I... I actually had only caught little snippets here and there because my husband had been watching it and I came back from finally getting our kid to sleep for a minute and he's watching it and I seriously stood in the doorway watching with the, what is this? <laughs> is this, this isn't Rick and Morty. No, this is Star Trek. Oh, this is Star Trek. <laughs> so I watched the first episode by myself today and I love it. It is definitely Rick and Morty meets Star Trek. Some of the same there writer. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, similar animation style. 
it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and I thought it was cool too that this is the ninth Star Trek series from Alec Kurtzman's expanded Star Trek universe, and the first to be animated. And yes, Lower Decks is basically Orville meeting Custodians of the Cosmos. Yeah. And if you're wondering what Custodians of the Cosmos is, it's a fantabulous book written by our group founder, Drayton Allen. I found it. It's what I put on top of the power button so my cat doesn't turn my computer off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a fantastic I, I... book and everybody should read it. <laughs> what? It's a great book. It's a perfect paperweight. Thank you so much, Drayton. <laughs> it's it's just protects computer buttons from cat uh, In case you missed it earlier, Drayton is watching. He knows yep. exactly what his comments made. That's all right. Your comments shall be stricken from the record. I have other shows I can go to, right? Maybe. <laughs> and, and I'm sure Kale Butterly really appreciates your youth of the book. I haven't used it to squish any spiders yet. Yeah, I appreciated the Shatner pause you put into that, Nick. That was good. <laughs> the usage of the book. All right. Well, it's not just uh, sitting he, on my desk. He's collecting agreeing dust. with you, though. Oh, that's it does good. have multiple uses. It's not just sitting collecting <laughs> dust. So there's that. Your heinous comments will be re-added to the record. <laughs> Woo! I still have a job! <laughs> You're going to have to work a lot harder than that to get fired. <laughs> no, I've done right. enough other things and I'm still here, so. <laughs> All right, so cool. Yeah, honestly, I have not watched Lower Decks yet. Um, do it! Um, do it, do it. Mostly because it's, mostly because it's Star Trek. For a second, I thought we were still lost. <laughs> we were still on Lost in Space. You, you know no. what I can say about that is, and I think why the appeal to that show is the first time you see the the other characters on Star Trek that we never get to see. Mm. And that's what drawn me into this show. It was amazing. Yeah, it is. And when they bring in some of the legacy characters, like uh, Riker is a part of the series towards yeah. the end of season one and season two. I even just at the end of episode one, when they're talking about the, well, do you know... Do you know about Spock? Do you know about Kirk? Do you know about Deanna Troy? And I'm like, ooh, yay. The Muffin Man? Who lives on Drury Lane? Well, she's married to the Muffin Man. <laughs> I hope in future episodes they end up on um, Voyager and they talk about Harry Kim and he's forgotten. Oh, Boston. yeah. Is he still an ensign in, in, in future episodes? Hasn't been advanced. No promotions. Yeah, he's an ensign all the way through. And you know what's funny is honestly, okay. I don't even know what episode John was watching the other night when I walked in, but they were in the med bay and the the cyborg character is showing his terrible bedside manner. And I was laughing so hard that I'm like, no, this this wins. This wins. This is great. With the what do you you, well, you shouldn't be. You should be dead. Well, you can't tell him that. Well, if your heart rate spikes that much higher, you're really gonna be dead. It's like this is great. I mean, it's not, but nice. it is. But... I laugh. So at humorous and content. I okay. Laugh at people's pain. Uh, so John Watts, who happens to be Kathleen's husband, says Trek has some of the best social commentary in recent decades. Mm -hmm. I will take your word for that. So. Uh, there was even 
in the first episode, a Star Wars nod, which made me happy. Well, they're done by the same guy, so it's practically the same universe at this point. But they I... were in the holodeck, and they were talking about sand, and he's like, but I don't like sand, it's coarse. So... <laughs> <laughs> I totally believe Star Trek and Star Wars are in the same universe, because a lot of their ship jargon are, it's a lot of the same jargon. And jargon. the farthest Star Wars has ever made it was the Delta Quadrant. Star Wars is in a galaxy far, far, far. So. And a long, long time ago. So who knows? Yeah, but there's there's no Earth in, in Star Wars universe. That's the biggest That's just because they're on the other side of the universe. They haven't made it that far yet. Yeah, yeah we know they don't of. know if Earth exists. But there is a comic book where uh, Indiana Jones discovers the body of Han Solo and Chewbacca. There you go. That's a great thing about multiverses. Yeah. Everything can be linked. <laughs> With Star Wars, Star Trek multiverse would just be confusing and fun. All the same universe, including Dune. Yes. Nick, ha Nick has a long-running theory on Dune and Star Wars and Tatooine and Arrakis. And Glitterbox. Arrakis is Tatooine. Yeah. I can honestly, the, the more I, I watch, because I went back and I've watched not the 84 Dune because I don't hate myself that much, but um, <laughs> he's gone to therapy <laughs> enough that he doesn't hate himself that much. I mean, like, a year or two ago, I totally would have punished myself with 84 Dune, but I, I'm better now. Um, <laughs> I've made progress, but I have Stop watched the, 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 the 2021 version uh, a couple times. And honestly, the more I watch it, the more I'm like, God dang it, Nick's right. Wait, you've watched it. <laughs> You've watched the 2020 version more than once? A couple, I think three times, actually. I really enjoy the movie. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I think I've watched only, it three times. I have only watched the old Dune, and the only thing I remember is the, the little hunter-seeker things that, like, sense movement. Did, did, mm -hmm. do, you, do you remember those things? I didn't make it yeah. that far. Into okay, I've had multiple nightmares about that as a child. Uh, so, yeah, yes. that's what I remember. And again tonight. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're right. definitely they're definitely in uh, the new one as well. Oh, great! So, Josh, <laughs> I haven't seen the I new even, one. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I gave you my login so you could watch it. I haven't watched. It. You know, Nick. he has two small people. <laughs> how say. how dare you? How dare you have a life with small children? <laughs> how dare I? I know. I, maybe read the book. That's like way more time. <laughs> if there's an audible version, I'm all about it. Uh, I, I do enjoy listening to Is books. Is Reader's Digest condensed version? <laughs> it's read by Sting. Does that help? <laughs> read by Sting? Nice. <laughs> that would be awesome. Actually, that would be really cool, and that would definitely get me to read the, to read the book. I can't I read the book. It would spoil the movie for me. Man, I can't wait till AI gets so good that like it can just read in any any voice, any famous person's voice, just so realistically. That would be great. Oh, uh, by the way, by the way, it is on Audible. Hey. Oh, really? Perfect. All right. Well, I'll check that out. Look at that. Somebody gotta, with the I internet at their fingertips. You're, yeah, you're slacking, Kathleen. That's usually your job. I was too busy playing with Mood Dragon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jason, what you got? I am coming with a show from the Sci-Fi Channel that I cannot talk about enough because I just... I'm shocked that it was as good as it was. I'm shocked that it was good, let alone as good as it was. <laughs> I am talking about the Chucky series that was recently on the Sci-Fi Network in USA. This show is something. Like, if you were at all a fan of the Child's Play franchise coming up, 
And in a world where we live in, where everybody likes to just go back to the originals and skip all the in-between movies, this movie does not. It embraces everything that happened before. We meet uh, Jake Wheeler, who is a kid trying to find his sexuality and trying to find his way in the world. Him and Chucky become buddies because for some reason in this series, Chucky is trying to corrupt an innocent child to become a killer. He wants to see if he can do it. And just the whole process of the show and introducing, you know, Andy Barkley from the original two movies is back. Uh, his sister from the second movie is back. Jennifer Tilly is back. This show is fun and great and at times scary. I, I can't say enough about the young cast. The young cast is fantastic. I'm only confused by these small demonic doll trying to kill you as being fun. But <laughs> <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen Child's Play? Yes. Yeah, Chucky has a sense of humor. Uh, Brad Dorf does a fantastic job, but the standout in this show is Brad Dorf's daughter. Uh, what's, what's her name? Fiona. Fiona Dorf. She is one of the best actresses I have ever seen. She plays her dad in the flashback sequences, and she looks like an identical version of him. It hmm. is amazing. She's hmm. got the Chucky voice down. Like She is really good in this show. I hope that she gets nominated for stuff. I'm sure she won't because cable stuff gets overlooked. But if you guys are looking for something scary with a little mixture of comedy, this is the show for you. If you're a fan of the franchise, if you weren't, my girlfriend doesn't like horror. She loved this show and now she's getting into horror. She's recently like discovered a lot of different avenues and she's going back to watch all the movies because she's never seen them. And uh, yeah, this show is for you. Check it out. It's one of the best things on TV right now. And I, Cannot believe I'm saying that about a show about Chucky, but it is. It's really, 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 really good. It's got a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, so you guys know I'm not crazy. This show is fantastic. It's now on Peacock for everybody to stream. Tim's like, you know, you know you're not like, crazy. Mm. Like, I, know you're not, I know you're not clinically crazy, but you know, still. We can't know that. We can't know that his medical records are not available for us. My mom had me tested. Don't know I'm if fine. he's clinically crazy. My mom had me <laughs> that's from Big Bang. That's not an original. No, I know. And that's why I found I, I, I will say um, a lot of shows that are switching over to episodical shows, the writing has gotten amazingly better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don Mancini is just a great character. And Chucky finds a way to relate with Jake because, you know, Jake, we find out Jake's a gay kid. He's got a, he meets a little boyfriend. It's fantastic. And we find out, you know, Chucky relates to him because Chucky has a gender neutral child. And it's just the way Chucky uses that to kind of uh, warp this child. It's it's a fantastic series. You guys should really check it out. Okay. I'm not getting paid. I don't have a sponsorship from Chucky, the series (laughs) or anything. So it's currently on... On sci-fi, but you can also watch it on Peacock, you said? Yes. And my cousin's boyfriend is in it, but it has nothing to do with that. that I'm oh, and there comes the rating. Oh. Okay. She she messaged me and goes, what'd you think? And I'm like, I think that I'm glad I don't have to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to lie to you anyway. So. <laughs> so John brought up another show that <laughs> I've also been enjoying. Oh, yeah. Jurassic World and Cretaceous. Um, even though it's marketed towards kids, writing in that, amazing. You're a kid at heart. It's okay. It is. That too. I watch all sorts of cartoons. And, but uh, well, those cartoons are fabulous. I get it. They are. It's slightly cheap, maybe. And uh, But that show, they just... It takes place right after 
after Jurassic World, or uh, starts at Jurassic World, and it tells a story of some kid to one of the IP camping trip to Jurassic, and they ended up getting stranded on the island when everybody evacuated. Right. Is it better than Fallen Kingdom? Yes. Oh, definitely. It's better than Dune. <laughs> no, we we just started watching season four of Camp Cretaceous, and it is really good. And like, I mean, yes, it's a kids' show. It's intense for a kids' show. Like, it's got good Jurassic Park jump scares. <laughs> but uh, I do not think I think they're still filming uh, season two of Resident Alien. I don't think that's uh... so. They're saying oh, uh, 2022 is what sometime in 2022. Yeah, it yeah, is coming back, thought, but so. still in production. Okay. What? Nothing, nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to do some research over here and but yeah, that's what I could find. Same thing Nick found. So yeah, 2022, I think, is when that's going to come back. I haven't watched Camp Cretaceous. Is that how you pronounce it? Cretaceous. 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 I have not watched that yet. I started I started watching it the other day when I was trying to figure out what to watch. And you guys said that was one of the shows that you had been watching. And I was like, well, okay. I'll figure it out. I'll watch it. And I watched a couple seconds of it. And then, um, uh, yeah, I was just... I, I was like, oh. and then we changed topics. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to watch this other show because that's right. the one I'm going to want to talk about. I so. mean, it is, it's a big thing in my house because my daughter loves dinosaurs. I mean, right. everything dinosaur related is going to happen here. But it's fabulous. Drayton, yeah, I wish I had a machine to find out information like you kids today. <laughs> Hmm, if only you were literally make, holding it in your hand. You know what's funny? About your abacus. It is, <laughs> uh, our father introduced us to machines, you know, or these machines. Like, we had one of the first home ones where you had to, like, actually code in your games with the giant file, the giant, um... Are you having a stroke? <laughs> No, just as just as internet connection is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robert, tell us about your series, what uh, what you've been watching, and why we should watch it. I feel um, Alter Carbon is not getting a lot of love, and that why I like it so much is because uh, cyberpunk is a is a branch of sci-fi that hasn't gotten. You know, it, it has a, a following, obviously, after the, the Blade Runner. And, and there's so many other things. There's some books out there, too. It picked up on the 80s. But this show is just cyberpunk on steroids. And it, it's just completely amazing how... It, and I don't know if you guys are into cyberpunk, but um, you guys should watch it. It's, it's just amazing. And it, it the 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 um, physical you know the dilemmas the, the ethical dilemmas it, it is a really deep show really deep okay. show I don't know have you guys uh, seen that show before I have not, not. No. 
I have not. I heard of it and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. It is on it is on Netflix and and basically what it is is like it, this is in a far future where you're able to copy your consciousness into a stack and then that basically you your consciousness is there so you can physically go into a, um, a store and pick up the body you want so you know you want to be five five foot tall you want to be seven foot tall um, you want to have muscles you want to be lean. And then basically what it is, is they take your stack and then install it in the new body. And there you go. So dilemmas like, for example, um, medical treatment is no longer, you know, it's something that it falls behind because if someone shoots you, you just get in a new body. So there's a lot of deep questions in that. And I love that show. My first question is how much does that cost? <laughs> I'm sorry? How much does that cost? Hmm. Yep. You know, corporations. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> like I'm honestly, there, there I'm is honestly a like, scene. There is a scene that I was really sad. There was a a. It was a little girl. She was a victim of a crime. Uh, it was a horrible crime. She 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 got killed. Um, the parents didn't have enough money, so they installed it in whatever body was available, and it was a, an old lady, and and it. it I was in tears when I see this old lady saying, mom, dad, and, and they recognized their daughter. And it was because they didn't have the money, whatever body was available, that was it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was actually just going to ask how they got it, how, how you could get a discount or something like that. Like, I was like curious about the manufacturing. Like, you know, can I, can I get, a, um, you know, like there's, there, there's lots of companies nowadays taking advantage of like, um, misprints or whatever, or, uh, misprint toys and things like that. I'm just like, can I get like a misprint body? You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm low on cash. Um, do you want one or do you already have one? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I just need an upgrade to a different misprint body. <laughs> okay. Uh, hold on a second. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that either. So, Josh, tell us about your thrill. Well, hold Ooh. on. Before we do that, I, I just want to say one thing um, about Altered carbon, carbon. So I was looking that up real quick. I didn't realize that this was the show that had uh, Anthony Mackie in it. And Season two. Yeah. Uh, it's also got Hiro uh, Kanagawa on it. Um, this, is, this has got a huge, uh, a huge cast in it. James Purfoy is in it. Um, Will Yun Lee is in it. I mean, this is a really strong cast. Um, and it looks to me like this is a, a Netflix show. It's a Netflix show, yeah. It's still there. Okay. Yeah, this is one of, this is one of the ones that was on my list and uh, and uh, had to check kind of check out, but I haven't watched it yet. So um, the marketing was... the marketing was amazing. And and I think it was in and I remember this in 2018. They, uh, was it E3? I can't remember if it was E3. It was a, whatever you have, like Sony and all the big corporations, you know, showing all your, um, you know, like the, the, the new products or the products they have in, you know, ready for um, concept products and stuff like that. So it was really confusing to me because at the beginning of the video, obviously, they had, you know, Sony and they have all the stuff and then they have Psychosec and they have a booth for that. And then there's okay. a person 
in front, they were kind of like telling all the people that were walking by, so like, come on, you know, come in, into Psychosec and we have a new experience for you. So basically this lady, like if an, an actual real company providing an actual real product was saying, you know, we can download your consciousness into this little stack and she had the little stack on it. And then she showed the, the, the catalog <clears throat> where you can actually find, you know, you can choose the bodies. And it, once the person that was uh, shooting the video walked inside that booth, they had like a demonstration body inside a plastic bag, uh, a female and a male, it, just to show you how. And, and I remember seeing people scratching their heads. It's like, what the heck is this? And then across the street from the event, they had people doing, um, uh, they had like pamphlets out saying like Psychosec is the devil, you know, um, so it, they went all out, and it was incredible. This is prior to the show being released. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that before. No, I didn't, but that kind of makes it a little bit better. So, yeah, that's uh, it's, it seems really cool. I, that's definitely one I wanted to check out, and now that I realize that this is the one that uh, I wanted to watch with Anthony Mackie in it, um, a.k.a. Falcon slash Captain America, um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really interested in seeing that one. So that might be next on my list. All right, Robert, good pick. Very All right, Josh, bring the fire. What you got, buddy? All right. Um, I can't really say enough about Arcane from Netflix, the series oh, wow. based on League of Legends. Oh, my gosh. So I used to play League of Legends as a teenager growing up and stuff. Went back when I had time to play an hour game that you cannot <laughs> quit uh, for any reason. Um but, uh, and, uh, man, I was so curious how they were going to bring all of these extremely eclectic characters together into one show. I was like, how are they going to do this? Because here you have like this, you know, because the art styles of all the different characters are even a bit different. Sometimes, uh, they all have a, a pretty similar theme, but some are a little out there and I'm like, how are they going to do this? This is so strange. <laughs> And um, I was I've been so impressed thus far with how they really just meshed that world right together and how they're continuing to do it. And it hasn't even scratched the surface. It's just so like and and I man, the um, it is by far the most beautifully animated series I've seen. The, the animation is gorgeous. I was just I was just baffled completely. I'm like, I can't believe this is like that good. Uh so, yeah, and it was just something that I really like. It makes you laugh and it makes you cry. I mean, it is literally just that full range of emotions as well. Um, people who like steampunk and those things like that, too, they're going to really relate to this series, uh, this season that just came out. I hear they have plans of, like, um, just really expanding this world out, you know, more and more. And uh, okay. it, it would to all the different characters in their world, I tell you, I am. Uh, it's 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 pretty whack. It is just <laughs> it's such a good series. It, it moves to the top of movies of video games into TV. Um, originally, yeah. it was like Sonic the Hedgehog for me because <laughs> I thought they did a pretty good job with that personally. <laughs> but Sonic was great, Nick. Don't let me tell you differently. <laughs> That mustache is also fantastic on Dr. Robot. And then there was the, the Mario Brothers movie. So, I mean, That's the Mario Brothers movie was... Different end of the spectrum. That's painful. 
But Dylan Terry, uh, a, a good buddy of ours from the Some Nobodies podcast, he absolutely agrees with you there, Josh. He says, Arcane is absolutely fantastic. One of my best watches of 2021. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Some Nobodies is a good show. Strongly recommend everybody check that one out, too. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Did I mention Lost in Space? You did mention Lost in Space. <laughs> In, in in between your internet seizures, yes, you did mention. <laughs> I think it was something along the lines of "show good, show good, <laughs> show good, show good, good show, show good." <laughs> the show good was show good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, so cool. So net, uh, that's uh, Arcane is also on Netflix. Uh, I do know that. I did. I watched a little bit of it on there. I plan on going back and watching it because um, it's you know my daughter watched a couple seconds of it and she's like, "Ooh, this looks a little bit like an anime," and she's a big anime fan. Um, yeah, which I still don't get anime. Whatever. Uh, that's some people really get into it. Some people really love it. Apparently, bye, Kathleen. Um, I, I, she um, moved the book. That's what happened. She yeah, moved she it to the, the camera. Cat, the cat and the cat. It. It's done. <laughs> the cat fi- had the final say. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> so, apparently she's she's had enough of our crap tonight. All right. So all right, so uh let's see. Let's, we'll go on to my pick. Um so I picked a show that I, I didn't realize it's been out since since September. I've only recently started watching it in the last week. Um, because in my mind September was a week ago. And this this year has just kind of just flown right by. It's just it's ridiculous. Wait, it's not September. Now, it's no, no, it's not. Unfortunately, uh, so I picked a show on Apple TV Plus uh, called The Foundation, which oh, wow. the Foundation is uh, a story written around the Isaac Asimov series of the same name, The Foundation. Now, I didn't watch it because, or start watching it because I'm a huge Isaac Asimov fan. I've never read the Foundation books. I have no basis here. I can't say that, oh, it's like the book. It's not like the book or anything. I don't have anything to draw from. I started watching it because of the writer and the cast. That is what got me into this. So the writer, the creator of the show is David Goyer. Uh, which the name of Goyer itself may not mean anything to a lot of people, but if you like uh, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, he's the screenwriter. Uh, you know, he did he did all of those. He's uh, he was also one of the writers of the Blade trilogy uh, and a few other things. So he's very well versed in sci-fi and, and superhero shows. Uh, he's a very good writer, in, in my opinion. Uh, so I was very that number one. I was like, oh, okay. I'll pay attention to that. Um, and then the the cast itself is really good. Um, there's a, a fellow named uh, uh, Jared Harris. Um, he was in the TV show Mad Men. Um, he's been in a whole bunch of uh, sci-fi and, and other things. When He's one of those guys that when you see him, you know exactly who he is. I can't really describe him, uh, but... Uh, but Jared Harris is in it. Um, there, uh, Terrence Mann is in this, and a gentleman by the name of Lee Pace. Lee uh, is Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy, and as soon as he starts talking, all I heard was Ronan, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, and I had to look him up. Um, but he's also uh, Thranduil, the Elven King from the Hobbit series. Um, 
Yeah, he's got that deep, dark voice. He, he uses it very well. You know, kudos to him for having, you know, like the cool, sexy voice that I never got. So, uh, but anyway, that, that just happened. I said that out loud. And, uh, but so the cool thing about this, it, it's, um, it's a saga built about the, the crumbling of the galactic empire that's written about in this book. And only one person sees that this is happening. And that's Jared uh, Harris's character, a professor named Harry Selden. And he sees that this is happening and he finds it out because of he's a mathematician and he's, he's the developer of something called psychohistory. And they go in and they find out that this is what's happening. And one other person is able to help corroborate his story. Um, and it's just, it's really interesting. The first, I'm only about three episodes in. But of course uh, the Galactic Empire doesn't like it. So they're like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, so they're going to, they, they send them off world. Uh, they, instead of killing him, they, they put him into exile and give him a chance to prove or disprove his theories and, and everything while at the same time. Uh, and there's a lot of things in this that are very Star Wars to me. There's the Galactic Empire. There's uh, instead of the Outer Rim, there's the Outer Reach. Um, there's, you know, they talk about uh, uh, warp ships and things. And it kind of reminded me of uh, in Clone Wars, the cartoon where, you know, like Obi-Wan and even in the movie where Obi-Wan, you know, his ship would, would attach to the, 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 uh, the light speed rings, you know, and, you know, and they hyperspeed rings, excuse me. And they'd grab onto those and go. And it's, it's almost like the same thing. These jump ships would employ the same thing. These are things that would attach uh, to the ship. Anyway, uh, it's really cool. Um, Lee Pace's character is a guy named Brother Day. He's a genetic clone of a genetic clone of a genetic clone. And that's how the Emperor's family has ruled for thousands of years, uh, like, like 12,000 years, I think it is. And, you know, this guy, um, Harry Seldon's predicting it's going to end in 500. It's all going to come I, crashing down. I, I've got to say, the space elevator scenario. Super cool. It is. I was like, yep. Yeah, the uh, the cinematography in the show is second to none. It is fantastic. And uh, oh, good to know, good to know, Kathleen's not dead yet. She just disappeared from the screen. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. Um, just but, yeah, flash the cinematography room. is, exactly. Uh, the cinematography is second to none. And like Nick said, a lot of these, these miniseries that are coming to, you know, to TV now, or the streaming centers, the production value. I mean, this is, you know, no, I remember when I was a kid, if there was a, a mini series on TV, uh, if there was four episodes of the mini series, the first three were hot garbage and they packed everything into the fourth episode, you know, um, Dinotopia. it's not like that. So <laughs> I love that movie, but it, it was a major uh... technology failure. She says it's, it's what, it's what made us get Nick tested. <laughs> you know, a, a paperclip and a light sock it later, I was perfectly He was fine, good after so. that. Yeah. Nick, we still have room for you on the Three Geeks podcast, buddy, if you can't take this abuse. <laughs> Which, yeah, look, Jason can't count. We all know that. There's way more than three of them. But... Uh, yeah. So anyway, it's a really good show. It's on Apple TV Plus. I believe that's the only place that you can find it uh, as of the moment. Um, and I, I know that they're they're making more seasons of this. I can't wait to watch more of it. 
it's a beautifully done show. That's all I can really say about it. And I strongly recommend everybody go and, and check out. Uh, I think we've had some uh, some really good recommendations here. Just to recap, Nick picked Lost in Space, in case you didn't catch that at any point during the show. Uh, show good, good show, Lost in Space. When you uh, talk about Lost in Space, I miss that. <laughs> Dude, don't worry about it. Don't. It, you'll catch it in the replay. We don't have time for him to go back through his his uh, his rant there. It's a good show. Uh, it's Kath- a good show. He's <laughs> good. Uh, and then uh, before Kathleen so abruptly left left us and uh, pretended not to like us anymore, uh, she picked Lower Decks. Jason picked Chucky, uh, which is airing on the Sci-Fi mm-hmm. and Peacock networks, I believe he said. And uh, Robert picked Altered Carbon, a really cool show with Anthony Mackie that is also on Netflix. Josh picked Arcane, uh, which is from League of Legends. Did I get that correct? League of Legends? Uh, okay. It's based off of League of Legends, but it's on Netflix. Uh, Drayton wants to know, what was Nick's recommendation again? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the good show? Lost in Space. Lost in Space. That's right. I almost forgot. Okay. Uh, but Josh picked our game. And then, of course, I picked uh, The Foundation. If I will I say, this, um, if I had taken this literally, one of the sci-fi shows I would have picked was uh, La Brea, because I've been watching that, and I like that show a lot. Mm-hmm. That has been pretty good, yeah. I don't think I've watched that yet. I haven't heard giant, yet. Sink, giant sinkhole appears in the middle of Los Angeles. Oh. At the La Brea Tar Pits. Yeah, and you go on an adventure from there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very good. I will say three of our six choices all came from Netflix. Netflix has some really good, some really good offerings. They, you know, my go-to lately has been iTunes, like Apple TV. Like the foundation is on my list, but everything I've watched on Apple TV has been like super solid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, The next thing that I want to watch on Apple TV when I'm done with the foundation is that Tom Hanks movie called Finch. Oh yes, I liked it. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure if I, you were going to scold me or if you were going to say I'm going to show up. I, I like more or less than Lost in Space. <laughs> was it a good show or was the show good? <laughs> <laughs> so I was dog sitting when I watched this and the dog was fixated on the movie the entire time. <laughs> you really, you should, you should just write for these, for the marketing people of these shows. You know, the dog loved it. The dog loved it. <laughs> What's up, uh, Mick Manhattan? I love that Mick guy. Mick Manhattan, the scene snob himself. What's up, Mick? And Kathleen tells us she's not going to be back next week to, until next week to redeem herself. Um, hey, better late than never, brother. We're glad to have you. I didn't call you, Mick. So, Who's more important than me? Well, I, it, clearly, it wasn't me. So we're both here. So <laughs> must have been Casey. Yeah. So must have been Casey. All right. Well, uh, just as a reminder, Robert, remind everybody where they can find you, your shows, and, and all your awesomeness. Well, you, whatever you listen to podcasts, you just type in Science Fiction Remnant. And if you want to follow us, uh, you can go into um, Twitter, Sci-Fi Remnant, um, Instagram. Uh, follow the This Is Sci-Fi uh, hashtag. Uh, we're very active there. And uh, if you want to have a conversation about Discord, in addition to this is uh, sci-fi, you, we have a Discord channel as well. Perfect. All right. 
Uh, and Jason, please do the same. You can find the first appearance of the newest member of the Three Geeks podcast, Nick, on yesterday's episode <laughs> where we talked um, uh, to Halia Jones about lock and key. Nick asks a fantastic question that stumps her so much. She texts her showrunners, gets a text back saying, I got to ask Owen Hill. Now it's going all the way up to the big man because that's how good Nick's question was. And you yeah. can find me talking more Chucky on that episode and, as well. And if you don't, Want spoilers? You might want to skip it, but oh my <laughs> it gosh, does... it's not. Yeah. I wouldn't. It's you're fine. Well, oh, that's we'll true. see. I mean, if you if you don't want to be spoiled on who has the best mustache in Hollywood, then maybe not tune in. But we all know it's Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm not. I'm not in Hollywood. We're John Waters. <laughs> Uh, Nick uh, Mick says that McDonald's is sponsoring the snobs now, and they're bringing back super sizes. And he says, "Sorry, I spelled McDowell's wrong." Nice. I think I'd rather be sponsored by McDonald's personally. <laughs> so, all right. And Kathleen reminds us that no, she won't be back next week. I read that wrong. Uh, next week she will be gone. Next Monday, uh, that is the Wass's seventh wedding anniversary. So. Uh, much marital bliss and con- kudos and congratulations. I mean, to the this Wasses. is a compliment, but I'm shocked Kathleen's old enough to have been married for seven years. Well, she, you know, never she has a cat. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> unless they make the McRib permanent, I don't want it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you, Drayton. Thank you. We need more I people have out honestly, there supporting the McRib. It's a fantastic sandwich, and we need more McRibs. I'm sorry, we're not supposed to get political. I shouldn't have brought up the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> uh, comments like that remind me why I keep Jason around. Well, yeah, because I'm the lead of your fan club, Kathleen. <laughs> there you go. So All last right. Friday, we were glad to welcome Amber Hollinger from the Funny Science Fiction to the Funny Science Fiction podcast. Amber is a director of animation for Disney and other studios, and she has been involved in shows like Mike Tyson's Mysteries, Onyx Equinox, Stillwater, and is working on the new debt, the new Dan Poffenmeyer superhero show, Hamster and Gretel. I was going to play the video, but then somebody else... You can't get rid of me that easily. (laughs) Welcome back. Seven years. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And comments like that is part of the reason I keep you around. (laughs) I promise I wasn't a child bride. (laughs) (laughs) No promises. Uh, I could legally drink at my wedding. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) And that Amber Hollinger video. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. We were doing something. Oh, Hi, I'm Amber Hollinger, and you're listening to Funny Science Fiction Podcast. I'm so jealous of the guests you guys have been getting lately. We're just that cool. So much so that I only text Tim like every four guests. Like, oh my God, hook me up with that person's information. <laughs> that is awesome. Please share. Uh, we've, had, we've had a good run as of late. I'll say that. It's just getting better. 
you got to grind out. I mean, it's fun to, you know, people always think that they're like, that we're doing them a favor when they send us the unknowns, but I love interviewing the unknowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Especially because they've got some really cool stories about working on coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that? You, you get your Commodore 64 working better over there? <laughs> Apple 2C. What, what kind, kind of chip you got, got in there? You got a Dorito? <laughs> I was going to say that. I was going to say know what that. a Commodore 64 is. <laughs> like Nintendo I know. <laughs> Josh, it's up to you now. It's up to me? I yeah. added that earlier before my computer decided to. She, want, she wanted you to feel welcomed and loved, and she gave you I a bit in, the, in the end there. Something like that. Oh, the truth. <laughs> Josh is like, wait, there was a Google document somewhere. There is? Where? I could give you the same answer that gets you... given here frequently, but I think I'll be nice for a minute. You can't tell us that we're not a a high a high quality program. We got this under control. Don't worry about wow, it. Wow, what is up with the <laughs> copying, pasting, and what just happened to the Google document? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. On okay. the videos! Yeah. Okay, you know, I didn't even realize, like, I'm not used to this, guys. You have to understand, I've been out of the loop for a while. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you can still find that episode of Funny Science Fiction on our YouTube channel and your favorite audio podcast providers. And remember, your subscription to our to our YouTube channel is a major help. Please don't forget to click like and subscribe as you watch the videos. Oh, I'm so, really hoping you pronounce it the way it's spelled. Videos? The videos. We have this Google document we all share and stuff to keep us on track. And I forgot what my color was because, you know, um, yeah, because I haven't done this in, you know, a, a year. That was like, that was your system yeah. that you started, too. You like. Yeah, I, I, I built, the, <laughs> I built this system. I built this. You haven't been on this since I have. Of, of this. Yeah, I was like, oh, I know what we can do. We can have a Google document and we'll just, you know, yeah, this is my system and it's, and I'm, I'm failing. <laughs> John's not wrong. <laughs> I, hate to, I hate to admit it. Go back and watch how many wrong. live episodes start with us all staring at the screen going. <gasps> <laughs> oh, crap. We're live. <laughs> all right. But this week, our guest is an accomplished on screen and voice actor who has over 200 acting credits to his name. You've seen or heard him on shows like Young Sheldon, various Justice League animated shows. Star Wars, The Old Republic video game, Star Trek, and more. Who could it be? Hi, I'm Larry Skeeter, and you are listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We had, uh, yeah, we had a great uh, chat with Larry Cedar. We're really happy to bring him on uh, to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We talked about his time in the acting business, what it meant to him to be involved in, in DC projects, Star Wars, Star Trek. Uh, so I really don't think this is one that you guys want to miss. Stargate. Got He's been in all three of the stars. That's right. He's got the Star <laughs> Trek effect. He's so, a star. Um, yeah, he is. 
And uh, one of my favorite things that he's been involved in is the show Community, which has nothing to do with sci-fi really, but there are some there are some nerd points in that show. Um, and yeah, his uh, plays Chevy Chase's uh, very extremely racist father. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, I don't think that some of the things that were in that show, I don't think they get away with today. But uh, even though it wasn't that long ago, but uh, it's it's a pretty good show. Um, <clears throat> Uh, don't worry, Kathleen. Uh, Drayton would like to remind you that the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund has your back. You might even be able to get a coffee mug out of it. <laughs> so don't uh, don't uh, don't sleep on this one. Make sure that you're uh, you tune in Friday morning. I'm a mess already. My I'm like my eyes are like it's almost eight so, o'clock. Wait, almost I, I might I make a coffee mug like the one I've already. You know what? Okay, you just... We'll, we'll right. get you one Tim didn't drink out of. Can I get a bigger one, is the problem. <laughs> no. One. Can I get a Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund wine glass? Ooh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that seems like you're celebrating the death of somebody. That just seems awkward. <laughs> Instead of commiserating the tears the life with, that with they a, with... had. No, you're celebrating, you're celebrating the life the Widows and Orphans are able to have. I just, yes. I just want one of them with like this. I want one of the ones like that fits half a bottle of wine. Oh, I want to plug another show. I want to plug the number five <laughs> podcast for this year, uh, Podcast Addicts, Pop Culture mm. Addicts. Why do I always get the title wrong? Everybody gets the title wrong. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Number five. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. It's all right. Not so, like number three or anything. Yeah. This, the guy, the guy named Jason, he's a he's the number three guy. So <laughs> always, he's always just right ahead of us, Tim. We gotta fix. Well, that. no, not on every list. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> not on every list. But yeah, make sure you guys tune in Friday morning uh, so you can get that podcast or wherever you get your podcast from, whether it's Google, Apple, Spotify, whatever. Uh, you'll be able to find that interview with Larry Cedar. Uh, you can find the interview with Amber Hollinger out right now. And you can watch both of those uh, on our YouTube channel. So if you haven't subscribed yet, like Josh said, with the big help, make sure that you do it. But uh, that's it. All right, guys. That's our show. We all Thanks survived. Here, mate. We made it. We did we it. it. Some way, somehow. <laughs> and then Dora the Explorer comes out and goes, yeah, we did it. We, we did it. go back to watching Henry it. Danger. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch Camp Creation. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at Funny Sci-Fi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the Contact Me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs>